The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Hey, this is WWE superstar Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers. This is WWE superstar Zack Ryder, a.k.a. Matt Cardona. And you're listening to the Eyes Up Here podcast starring the queen of extreme. Francine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought we were plugging our podcast, the major wrestling figure podcast. Oh, man, I'm sorry. You know, I get really flustered anytime I think about or talk about Francine. She was my high school crush, you know. You're 34 years old, and she's still your crush. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Enjoy the show. All right, let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're listening to this live and in living color on the TMPT Empire the podcasting empire of the two-man power trip of wrestling. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad. And as always, I'm joined by my tag team partner, whose uh, color red of her t-shirt is making me want to vomit. Uh, the one and only queen of extreme, Francine. It might be an extreme vomit. It's a Philadelphia Phillies shirt, people. All right. If you know my disdain for the Washington Nationals who won the World Series, I might hate the Phillies a little bit more, but a little no. bit less right now. Sorry. You can't. Sorry. Ah, Lord. New York. New York. We're America's team. Nah, We're America's team. Come on now. Well, my shirt's cute, though, don't you think? I I personally say the Phillies have never looked so good. How about that? All right. There you go. It's a cute shirt. It's a very nice shirt. But how you doing, Francine? How's everything going in your world? Oh, you know, it's it's good. I'm lying. It's it's not good. (laughs) Okay. No, I almost went to the ER this morning, but, um, you know, uh, I rallied myself back and had to uh, make the podcast. So I did it for the I did it for the people. I didn't go to the hospital for the people. Um, and people say you're a heel. I know. I am such a nice heel. It's crazy. Uh, this this actually, I believe, is the last podcast that we're airing before I go into surgery next yes. Wednesday. Correct. Um, so I did see my one this surgeon. Wednesday. This Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's Monday. Yeah, this one. Well, yeah. T- okay. Two days Monday. from now. 48 yeah. hours from now. Whatever. Uh, whatever day it is, I'm going into surgery soon. I'm freaking out, scared out of my gore. Um, I Okay, so I saw my surgeon on Thursday of last week. And um, he explained to me that it's not going to be, I thought it was going to be like two pieces of mesh. It's actually just going to be one whole piece covering everything instead of like one section for the hernia and then the rest for the abs. It's just the whole thing is just covering everything. Um, So he's basically repairing it. And then the plastic surgeon's coming in and laying down everything else and stitches and whatnot. And hopefully then I'll be okay and good to go. Exclusive Uh, video coming to Patreon, Francine surgery. (laughs) You know, I would love to record it. Uh, I don't believe that they'll let me. So um, that's out. That would have been a hell of a draw though, don't you think? I I think so. I mean, I could still see, but I doubt it. (laughs) Selfie. Yeah. You know what the problem is? uh, The kids, this is how my life works out, okay? Surgery is on Wednesday. The kids have off Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, not Wednesday. Right. So we have to keep them home because uh, I have to be up by 4.30 oh, boy. To, to get to the hospital to get this done. Um, there will be nobody to take care of them, send them off to school, yeah. whatnot. So we have to keep them home. So I was like, 
they're off so many days this week, and the one day I need them to be off, they have to go to school. Which next is... time, next time, slip the physician a twenty on the way out and get a better uh, get get that day before or day after. Well, my one surgeon <laughs> hates early morning, oh, so okay. he was like, "I'm gonna come on." He doesn't like waking up oh, early, and on. he he says, "Don't worry." He's the last two times. He accommodated me and we did it for like 10 o'clock because I got the kids to school and then I drove in right. because we have this other surgeon joining. He's an early bird. He's like, no, we're doing it. You have to be here by six o'clock. And I said, well, doctor doesn't like that. He goes, I don't care. He goes, I'm <laughs> there. And I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah. So now we have to do it like super early and the kids can't go to school. So I mean, it's easier on my husband because the kids will be home all week right, and he won't right. have to worry about getting them to school and stuff. So, right. um, but you know, if you're listening to this, please send prayers on Wednesday. Remember me. And, um, cause I, I want to come back strong and, and continue <laughs> to work and, and mainly be able to, uh, live and take care of my kids. How about this one? I will remember oh, you. Oh, shut up. That's awful. It's like I'm dying. I don't want to die. I want to live. So just prayers, people. And if you don't pray, send good thoughts and wishes, please. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Well, we just to let everybody know, too, I mean, we won't be missing a beat while Francine is uh, is rehabilitating herself and getting herself back into uh, good working order. We've got tons of shows ready to roll. We just, we've gone really in super duper overdrive, had a lot of fun doing it. We got some great shows coming your way, both on Patreon with Patreon exclusives, as well as just on the regular weekly podcast. I mean, Francine has just been absolutely, you know, the podcasting, you know, Taz is the human suplex machine. You're the human <laughs> podcasting machine. Cause this, this lady's thinking podcast 24 seven folks. Uh, I, can't, I, was, I can't stop. I can't stop singing her praises. I got so nervous thinking about like, Oh, what's going to happen to the show? You know, I want to, I wanted to get so many in the can. So we weren't scrambling or, you know, I just, no, wanna... it's been awesome. And we have a great lineup of people coming. We got awesome shows on tap, really deep shows. Like you're going to be, Ooh. there's going to be, there's going to be one in there where either it's <laughs> going to turn a lot of eyes up here or it's going to roll some heads depending <laughs> on whoever you are listening to it. But it gets deep. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, as much as we are going to miss you, you know, I, I will say the listeners have a lot of stuff to digest and, uh, all thanks to the queen. She went above and beyond to accommodate. Oh, give yourself some credit too. You're right next to me. You're right there. Yes. I'd be talking to myself if you weren't. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not used so. to getting the credit, so I will take it 100%. Oh, yes. I uh, give you credit. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. That, uh, that, means, that means a lot, but we got a great show on tap today. As yes. you see from the episode title, we have Vince Russo joining us. Uh, just so pumped. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big Vince Russo guy. Uh, obviously, the triple threat is on uh, Vince Russo's The Brand Podcasting Network. He's obviously not a, f- uh, a lot of people aren't a fan of him. Um, I, yeah, that's that's going to be my question. I want to yeah. know, like, and why? We, we're going to we'll dive into it. He'll yeah. uh, he'll give us the 100 percent honest truth about it. Um, and even if we've done it on two man power trip before, if we converted you into being from a Russo hater to a Russo fan, then, you know, that's pretty much, uh, that's what we want with this platform is to, to make you think. And, you know, I think he's a guy who's just received a lot of harsh criticism based off of other people's opinions. And when you come to get to know people, you get to see just because you did X in the wrestling world does not translate over into the real world. And mm-hmm. we've talked about that before with you. I've talked about it a billion times with Shane. You know, you could you could line up the guys that have heat in the business and it transcends 
what their character did in wrestling. And I unfortunately think that uh, Vince is a victim of all that. Yeah, I mean, I I only met him once, and I'm going to discuss that with him because he doesn't remember. And <laughs> That's a great hurts story. My, hurts my feelings, <laughs> but I'll, I'll bring it up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, he seems, from his tweets, he seems like such a genuine person yeah. to me. And I, he, man, there's a lot of hate going on for this man. So I, I want to know if it gets under his skin because it would make me cry. Yeah. Because I... <laughs> You know, I cry. Yeah, I know, a lot. I know. You, you know, you take it very. You know, you, I do. You, you, you take it to heart, and I think he's gotten to a point. He says it a lot. You know, it, it does bother him sometimes, and I want him to, you know, give it to us in his words. But you know, you can only have such a thick skin, right? If, you could have the, you could have titanium skin. There's always going to be that one thing. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, everybody's got like a line or a buzzword or something. And, you know, I can I can truthfully say, listening to some of his other content that he has, he has some uh, inspirational stuff like it does get you to think a little clearer. And I think he's going to tell you a little bit of that. So I can't wait to get him on here in a couple minutes. Awesome. OK, so um, do you want to talk about Halloween while we're waiting? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We did can. you did you get to trick or treat with the kids or we, we did? We ran out of the house at like 510. Um, <laughs> wow. OK, we've been going a little bit later. I remember back in Jersey, man, we used to go like after school ended. Like I remember just coming home, dropping my bag off and hitting the road. Like, really? That's and not early. coming back till like eight o'clock wow. um, today. We started a little bit earlier than we had been since we lived down here in Virginia. But um, it was just a race against the weather and it did hold up. But OK. Ooh, yeah, man, did we have some wicked weather come through last so night? So you did you have rain or was it just we wind? had rain? We had wind. Um, we had uh, possible tornado in a couple towns over. Yeah, unconfirmed if that was the case or not. Um, we had power out from about eh, maybe eight o'clock ish to a couple hours ago. You oh, know, that's it's, the it's worst. Been, we had to throw out all you know food in the fridge. You know. The oh. Kids, uh, the kids, like, you know, we were all on, like, uh, pins and needles, making sure that the phones, because, of course, the phones are all about to die, so the alarm clocks were all worried. So everybody was just really bleary-eyed and tired this morning, and I still feel today. I said uh, for our Patreon subscribers, I was going to do the show like this, and you guys all think I'm an asshole, but, you know, it's uh, it's all good because I feel like shit today. Oh, I just I'm so feel sorry tired, to hear that. Yeah. And, oh, my God, just it's like what a long night. Uh, yeah, I could imagine. Right How was your we Halloween? Uh, we, we did okay. We, we had wind. Um, it didn't start raining until like nine, nine thirty around here. Right. Um, so we went out at like six Right. and, um, uh, but it was very windy, very, very windy. Um, but we, you know, we're, we're, like I said before, we're, I'm not big on the whole candy thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, we did a couple streets, went up and down and, you know, the kids just get a kick out of knocking on doors and talking yeah. to the different people. Um, my girlfriend, uh, Betty, who's one of my best friends in the whole world lives in Connecticut mm -hmm. and a tree fell on her house. Oh, wow. They had 60 mile an hour winds. Oh and my this, God. when I, came down this morning i had some text messages and here she took pictures the whole tree just snapped off and just fell right in the front of her house so that wow. sort of thing That's yeah terrible. yeah it was terrible so um Thought, um thoughts and prayers absolutely but i said to myself man i was bitching about a little wind last night around here and i mean it was windy but it was God. windy everywhere because even shane texted me because we had to just we had to uh, postpone our triple threat recording because i had no power 
Right. And um, he uh, he was saying that around like 930-ish, like his winds were starting to pick up too. And then I talked to him again this morning. And he said they had snow this morning. Oh, gosh. Well. So, yeah. So they've had like, they ran the gamut of weather. Obviously, it was really humid yesterday. Then it got high winds and turned cold. And now they got snow. Good Lord. A lot or just like a dusting? Just a little bit. But still, you know, it's kind of, I kind of think that's cool. November 1st turns the calendar. Now you're on the road to all like the fun stuff. And now you see snow. Hmm. I, I think I like that. I can, I can I dig know. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not a big snow person. Hope everybody but... had a good uh, Halloween, you know, obviously yeah, it was fun. it's, it's uh, November. Wait, no, it's November. Well, it's November 4th. <laughs> as we do, do you, yeah. Who knows what that is? <laughs> um, do you give out candy or do you, um, I, we leave a, I leave a bowl. Yeah, we left a bowl out there. Yeah. Again, I'm going to go by old school Jersey rules. Bowl is out there. The candy might as well be not even in the bowl because it's gone by the time you get to it. Yeah. You know, you got the little asshole kids that put all the stuff in their bag. Um, here, everybody just takes the one piece and moves along. One piece. So. I did see um, when we were getting ready, we were standing outside and, and a couple moms, I heard them say, just take one. And we had like 400 pieces in the, I mean, it was big. And yeah. I said, oh, you could take as many as you want. And when we caught home, there was still candy in the bowl. Yeah. So uh, people were respectful, you know, but um, hey, my mom says, take it until it's gone. And then the light goes out and the door gets yeah. closed and that's it. I, just, so. I, I think, though, I mean, and, and I could be dead wrong. Um, where our neighborhood is, it's kind of situated back um, in an area that I don't know. People in our little town know it even was built a few years ago. This is a brand new neighborhood. Okay. So we don't have a lot of foot traffic, but you go a couple, you know, neighborhoods in, there's a lot of people. I got to be honest with you, and this is just casual observation. I don't feel like Halloween is as like big with kids today as it mm -hmm. was maybe when we were younger. That's just my opinion, and I don't know if that's you know a generational thing. The millennials don't feel you know maybe their kids growing up they don't want them to dress up, they don't want to have threatening. Co I don't know. I just felt there was not a lot of kids out, um, even in the more populated neighborhoods. I don't know. That's a uh, that's kind of my two cents. You think no, so? It's true. I think it, it went down a lot. Um, I do notice there were a lot of families that did not give out candy. Yeah, a of, yeah. A lot of the lights were off. Um, uh, we got a lot of notes in the in the um, uh, backpacks about trunk or treat. Yeah, a lot of people. Big thing are, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing. I mean, if we were real big on candy, I think I would let the kids do that instead. Because I mean, you can take eight bags and get them all full with all the cars that were like in the lot. But to me, it's like the kids love running up to the doors and knocking on the doors. And, yeah. Um, you know, so we did that. But yeah, a lot of people did not give out candy. They were Scrooges. And I hate <laughs> Halloween and I still participate. Yeah. No, exactly. So. And I got news for the, uh, and I'm just going to call him out, the prick that lives next door to me. Oh. Because, and it's not the guy who owns the house. The guy who owns the house is a very cool guy. Uh, big, you know, big baseball fan. We talk sports all the time. But he's got somebody living with him right now who's in between some situation. And I just want to let that guy know if he ever heard this, the, the hellos, the casual waving, the smiles all over because this guy was home. He knows that we got kids next door and he oh, did yeah. not answer the damn door. And I'm not saying you have to, but you know what? You just said goodbye to our little casual hellos uh, and little waves and whatever. No, and all over. Let's welcome our newest Patreon member, Chad's neighbor. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's just, seriously, like, you know, like, I, honestly, like, and his car is, like, right next to mine. Like, it just, yeah, that's I not don't nice. even want to, I don't want to, this neighborhood is loaded with young families, like, with kids, basically from, like, your kid's age all the way down to my little one, and even younger. Again, not saying you have to. It's nobody's 
rite of passage and you got it. But you know that there's kids there. And the, the guy who actually does own the house last year did a whole extravagant, uh, extravagant thing for the kids. That's where, well, where I was, was a little this annoyed. Year? I guess he was, it was working or he wasn't home. Okay. But I just, you know, like this guy, like, you know, you're a visitor in this neighborhood. You, you jerk. Sorry. Wow. I wonder if it's lot, the tires were slashed this morning or I don't know. Again, I'll pull, out the Jer- I'll pull out the Jersey rules. You know, we didn't have our mischief night like it used to be around here. So we don't do that either. That's when I when we moved here, I was worried about that. I was like, I wonder I, if they I was do too. the mischief thing. <laughs> they don't do they don't do anything around here, which I what love. Was, what was wrong? Did you did you participate in mischief night? Uh, statute Never. of limitations. Really? Oh, never. See, I, I can't. I can't say I'm. You as did. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. That's mean. A lot of look. It was not. I would not want it done to me. But man, some of the most fun memories back in the day of simple things, nothing malicious, nothing, you know, eggs, yeah, eggs, toilet paper, you know, ding dong ditch. Um, One year we had, uh, you know, we were like, (laughs) we were like the uh, the vigilantes. So we were taking out the people who were doing the ding dong ditches, and we sat in the bushes with a hose and spraying people when they were coming by because you know it was. It was ruthless where I lived, and we so, dude, and I was in the suburbs, you know, like the the middle class suburbs of Jersey. Nothing like slum like. This was like uh, average kids, but man, they like to cause some havoc. So, a ding dong ditches when you ring the doorbell and just run and run away. Yeah. Wow, that's really mature. <laughs> oh, we had. Like, I guess if you're ten, I guess that's what had, you do. Uh, yeah, ten. A yeah, little well, wink, wink. Ten. Yeah. Uh, you were what 16 are you 10 when you're uh, in high school <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't let my 10 year old go anywhere without me so i wouldn't oh uh, man we had storylines like we did like you know we, oh, tur- God. We, tur- we turned on people like we set we set kids up you know and and turned heel and went with the other crew like it was insane the stuff that we did would you do a house that you knew elderly people lived at no it was always okay. somebody we knew it was always somebody you know Okay. You never do it. No, say, God, what a no. Dick move that would be. Oh, like, we had so stuff sad. done to our house, though. I'll tell you. And I had my grandmother lived with me when I was uh, was growing up. And yeah, we, that was your fault. We had some bad stuff happen to our. I won't say it on the air. We had one very vulgar thing. <laughs> happen. Oh no! I, I won't say it on the air. I mean, I can, but it's just it's gross. Did they draw a penis on your garage door? No, there was a used. <laughs> there was a used something that would belong to a woman. Uh, on our mailbox when we uh, we came out in the morning, like so, stuck to it, stuck to it with with smear on it. I don't know how it got stuck there or who put it there, but it was on it was on what, the mailbox. Do you think it was like uh, like a jelly on there or something, or do you think that somebody literally like I ain't down there with can. a magnifying glass and spent oh. it? But <laughs> I was I was I I was told what the contents were supposed to be, um, and I know who did it. Uh, you know, oh, still, do you? Oh, I do. There's still some ill will there uh, to this day because it was pretty gross. Um, wow, oh, I've never heard of that. That's yeah, disgusting. No, it was bad. It was bad. That's Jersey for you. Back in wow. the back in the uh, the mid '90s. <laughs> if I went to get my mail and that was on my mailbox, I think I would literally elderly would... grandmother at the time. Oh, poor thing. That's yep. disgusting. Well, yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, pretty bad. yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, no, we don't we don't do the whole mischief night. Thank God. What, a, what a great lead in for whenever Vince comes on, right? <laughs> whenever, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Um, well, he's a Long Island guy. I'm sure he's probably. Uh, he's I'm seen sure his he's fair ditched, share of mischief ditched, night. Ditch donged some houses or ding dong ditch. Ding, I'll tell you. So here's another funny Vince Russo little tidbit. So he owned a video store 
prior to getting into the wrestling business. Like a blockbuster? I don't know if it was blockbuster. I think it was more like a mom and pop. Yeah, like right? a blockbuster. Yeah. Do you do you want to know? Growing up, that was my dream was to own a video store. Were you big on Clerks? I was. Oh well, Clerks was filmed in my basically I know. my town. Right. Um, but I. Clerks aside, like we, there was a West Coast video for all the local Jersey. Oh yeah, people. yeah, yeah. So West Coast video right by my house that I like lived at, and my dream as a kid was to own a video store. Who would have thought that video rentals and video stores would literally be a thing of the past? <laughs> I sure did it back in you know when I was a kid. Wait, was Clerks a convenience store or a video? Clerks store? was a convenience store Con- paired with a video store. Vi- right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I just got done reading Kevin Smith's one of his books. Hmm. Uh, about his uh, podcast. Yeah, so the the quick stop um, in Leonardo, New Jersey is actually, it's right down the road from where uh, my wife grew up and where her parents, well, her dad now, just, he still lives. You can see their house and a few of the overhead shots of uh, Clerks. When they're playing hockey on the roof, you can see her house in the background. Um, You know, we watch Clerks 2 being filmed. You know, we were very tied into that universe growing up in that area. Um, but the store RST video, that's the video store in the movie. I being the, uh, the person I was in the, uh, early two thousands when I first got my license, late nineties, used to go around to video stores and buy all the wrestling tapes. Well, I bought a majority of the wrestling tapes out of RST video. <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> nice. that was, that was my, uh, that was one of my bounties, uh, the, the RST video wrestling tape collection, but just, um, so cool. I mean, Vince had a, a video store like that. I just, I love that. That's like, Interesting. yeah, that's something I did not know about. And I think oh. he he had a he might have had a CD place too after WCW. I could be wrong about that, but you know, any anything entrepreneurial like that, I always uh, I I appreciate. But the video store thing that's that's big on the bucket list. I'd still love to bring that back and have that as like a <laughs> a dream business. It'd be more of a uh, a niche kind of business though. Were you a collector of uh, magazines as well? Not so much magazines. I had them growing up, um, you know, and they just they are gone over time. I mean, I had wrestling magazines like Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated. I used to get yearbooks every year for the sports teams. I still have the yearbooks, but like the wrestling magazines and stuff, I don't have any of that anymore. Okay. Yeah, we used to uh, stop at convenience stores and, and, you know, go in and look at – while we were on the road. Yeah. I, I probably told this story before, so forgive me, but we would open up to where our pictures were. And put them back on the shelves. <laughs> so when somebody walked in, it'd be like every ECW person would be on the shelf. That's great. <laughs> obnoxious. So obnoxious. And, and we were, were you, now, am I wrong? Weren't you on the cover of, of one of the, the first magazines? Was there? Oh, God. Wasn't there? Well, like, it wasn't just the ECW. It was the Abner Magazine. Yeah, but wasn't there and, one that was like a grand unveiling and you were on the first cover? I don't know. Oh, I can't remember. I feel like there was. Uh, I think that was. Right I now. think Taz might have been on the cover, but if you opened it, I was on the okay. inside flap. All right, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. That might have been it. Um, but we didn't like. You know, if we weren't on the cover and we saw that we were in the book, yeah. we would open to the page, flip it. You know, flip it, put it back in, and then uh, when you walked in, you didn't see the cover of the mag. You saw page 46 because that's <laughs> where I was, or you saw. We all would do it. We were so stupid and obnoxious and ridiculous. And we would yeah. get caught every time and just run out of the store giggling like little turds. It's ridiculous. You are correct. I believe Taz is issue one of the mm-hmm. ECW magazine. I'm looking at that. I just pulled it up in Google. I believe that you are correct on that. Uh, yeah, I can't premier issue I Taz. That's, yeah, that's really good. good. Good for you. I don't remember anything. So that's pretty 
pretty good for me. But I always love those, like, you know, like, not the after mags, not, you know, the WWF or WCW magazines, but, like, those side magazines that, like, you know, lasted, you know, only a short run, like, um... Wow. Not even Wow. Even more oh. obscure. Wow had a big, like, publication. Like, they were a yeah. big deal. But, like, New Wave Wrestling. Yeah. Like, though, I, have- I loved finding those because that's where you found out, like, legit stuff back then. Mm. I yeah. have a bunch of mags that I found. They were in boxes. And right. uh, I, I put a bunch up on my Etsy store because I was just like, well, I don't need them anymore. Might you know, well. if, any, if a collector wants them, they, he can have them. So yeah. I, I still have to go through a bunch more. But, um I, I had a ton of them. And Those were the best. They used to say like who, what the guys' real names were, yeah. you know, and they tell you, you were like, in the know. Yeah, yeah, you felt mags. like you felt like a real like uh, like insider when you read those because they were legit. Like, you know. They were different than Vince Russo writing for WWF magazine is Vic Venom. You know what I mean? Like, it's I remember a lot different. that. Yes, I do remember that. Um, yeah, they still lied a lot when they would uh, do interviews with wrestling superstars and some of the quotes. I never said any of that stuff. So. <laughs> some <laughs> of them back in, the, back in the 70s, you know, and back in the early 80s, like, and probably even the mid 80s, like when they would write those stories about the guys like full-blown stories and those being like 100% just you know created by the writer like that's fascinating to me that they could take a guy like a Bruno and be like you know Bruno Sammartino vows to visit every child sick in a hospital <laughs> and they'd have a whole story in Bruno's quotes you know I, I love kids and kids are the greatest thing in the world and I vow to see every one of them that's a fan of mine that stuff is so creative you know what I mean? And like the guys had literally like they had no input on that stuff. So creative in all lies. All, all lies. lies. But back in the day, you're like <laughs> Bruno is a saint. Yes. He, he really is a saint. But, you know, he yeah. like you thought that he was like he was godlike because the way they made these guys look or they right. and they did their job in making you fear them or hate them. The heels. Yeah. Yeah. I and that's great work. You know, it's, they were highly entertaining. Um and I have a ton of them. I All right. Them. So so our guest is popping up here on the bottom screen. Oh, good. So if you'd like, I'd, I'd like to introduce him. Uh, yes. He is uh, just an absolute asset to the wrestling podcast genre. Uh, of course, you can listen to him every week on Russo's brand every day. He's got 10 plus shows on there. He's got a huge Patreon that we got to start taking notes on. I and know. He's, and he's our boss. He's our boss on Triple Threat. I'm just so happy to welcome in the great Vince. Ooh, looking clean shaven today. Yeah, and I also, Vince I, also want, I also want you guys to know I just finished up my AEW uh, review show with our good friend PJ Polacco. Yes. Bro, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. I didn't even go to the bathroom. I said, listen, Miss Francine is waiting. I'm not going to go to the bathroom. No, go to the bathroom. It's bad for your bladder. What I'm thinking is if there's any accidents during this, it'll be great podcasting all around. Oh, no. You you don't have the little Johnny next to you, Vince, the one that you just put under the table? We won't know what's going on if you do I may be getting one of those. With with the amount of hours I put in podcasting, like literally I may be getting one of those. You're a machine. Well, I, I thank you for coming. You look very handsome, clean shaven, might I add. Um, oh, you're, you're welcome. I'm going to start off with something, and you have no recollection of working with me or even meeting me, which is a little sad on my part. Um, but we, <laughs> we, I met you one time in 2002 when I worked for um, TNA, mm-hmm. and you, you were my agent. And you actually told me what to do in my promo and what to do in my match. 
and it was when they brought in uh, Blue Meanie and Jasmine St. Clair. Oh, yeah. And you made me throw her in a, a shower yeah. and drench yeah. her. Do you remember? Or yes, I do. I you do now? Do. Okay. I absolutely do, yes. Because yes. I was like, am I wrong? Did I not work with Vince Russo? And I said, I know I worked with him there one time. Yes. It was that one time. You, you want to hear one of the strangest things, Francine, and maybe you can answer this, okay? One of the strangest things was, you know, like as a producer and stuff like, you know, and as a writer, we wrote a lot of backstage fights mm -hmm. okay, for men and women. I swear to you, every <laughs> time I would write a backstage fight for women, the freaking women would kill each other. <laughs> I mean, literally on a scale of one to 10 with backstage fighting, the women <laughs> were a 10, the guys were a five. Wow. I, I never understood that when, when the women were put in a backstage, I hate to use the term, but we were allowed to use it then cat fight. Oh yeah. You guys would kill each other. Yeah. What, what, explain that to me. What is the difference between men and women fighting in the back? I don't know. I mean, for me, I just, I never heard anybody deliberately, but I always tried to make it believable. You know what I mean? Cause I never wanted to, to stiff anybody ever, but I just remember you telling me you have to lay it on, you know, thick and you have to throw her with all your might into the shower and turn that water on and make it cold. So she's freezing and blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, you know, we did it. I think we had to do it maybe twice. Oh God! I don't know what happened the first time, but we did the second time, and your face was like, was "Oh no!" I swear to God, every time after the girls, you know, would 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 fight in the back, and I every time I would say, "Okay, cut," I would run over to you guys immediately, like making sure like everybody was okay, because yeah, man, you guys would kill each other. Blew me I don't away. I mean, it, that's what, but you got to understand something. That's why I always did it because I knew it was going to look so real and believable. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything about wrestling is a holy shit moment. And when, when you girls went at it in the back as a producer, I'm standing there and saying, holy shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. And, yeah. and like, I, I was telling Chad, I said, you know, getting to know you a little bit on Twitter, like the man behind the, the character or whatever, you're such an endearing person. Like you put up shots of your grandchildren. Um, I love to, I always love to see the person away from the character. And I don't know you very well at all, but you just seem like a very endearing man. I don't understand where all the hate comes from. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's twofold. And, and, it, and it's, it, it's, it's real simple. It's really simple. And, and it's really twofold because let, let's face it, like, you know, Vince Russo has kind of become the legend of Paul Bunyan. You know, I, I've got everything <laughs> but the blue ox. There's two good reasons. Francie, where are you from? Originally, I'm from Philadelphia. Okay, you grew up, born, raised. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. she's got a Philly shirt on. Okay, so you, you, you will understand exactly where I'm coming from. Okay, because th 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 it, there's a very logical explanation. Here's here's number one. Born and raised in New York. Uh -huh. Okay, I know what people think of New Yorkers. Okay, I I, I get it. I understand. So when I became a character on television with WCW, my whole mentality was, 
if you if you want to hate New Yorkers, I'm going to give you a real reason to hate New Yorkers. <laughs> so, Francine, you know better than anybody else. When you're a talent on TV, the, the success to being a talent is like really having elements of yourself, but magnifying it a million times over. So, mm -hmm. yes, I was born in Brooklyn. Yes, I was raised in New York, but I'm magnifying this a million times over. If you're going to hate New Yorkers, you're going to hate New Yorkers. So number one, I was so convincing and people want to hate New Yorkers anyway, that they, they wanted to actually believe that's how Vince Russo is. They actually wanted to believe that's how I was. Th that's number one. Number two, listen, man, casual wrestling fans, people that watch the Attitude Era, people that maybe watch DCW and don't watch anymore, casual wrestling fans are not on the internet. The mm -hmm. only fans on the internet are, 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 are the freaking lifers and the marks. Vince Russo's style of wrestling was based on entertainment. Okay, because I understand and I knew we needed a product that would be appealing to the entire world. The marks are already going to watch. They're not going anywhere. If wrestling is in the marquee, they're going to watch. We've got to get the whole world. Well, how do you get the whole world? You give them a little bit of everything. You give them comedy. You give them drama. You give them sex. You give them a love story. You give them suspense. And in my mind, our competition was the other television shows that were on the other channels against us. Mm -hmm. So I was entertainment based. The people on the Internet, they don't that's not what they want. They don't want this being entertainment based. They want wrestling. So when, when you combine the fact that I brought entertainment into wrestling, when you combine the fact that they bought into my New York persona, a lot of that adds into the absolute hatred of Vince Russo. Okay, but for me, I was a heel 90% of my career, right? I have people... Now, I don't present, I'm not in character when I'm on Twitter. I, you know, I haven't been on TV in forever. I'm not in character. I'm just me. And I get everybody telling me the same thing. We thought you would be a bitch when we met you. We thought you were going to be mean. We thought you were going to be this. And I explained to people, that was just my character. This is how I am this way. Me seeing you on Twitter, seeing the, the man that you are and how, you know, your family and your... It, it makes me separate Vince Russo, the character, from Vince Russo, the person. So I don't understand why all these people, if they didn't like your work, that's one thing. But right. why why do you get so much hate as a human being? People, like, we did, one week we did something and we posted it and Chad said, oh, you can listen on the Russo Network. And people wrote me and said, well, if you're on Russo's Network, we're not going to listen to you. And I said, well, number one, I'm not on his network. But number two, I don't understand why you would say something like that. Well, because he's this, this, and that. I mean, it, it you know, like. It, it's obsession, Francis. It's people I don't, too obsessed and they can't separate the two, the real, real world from the fake world. I just don't understand. You, you see him as a as a real human oh, being. Yeah, the, you know, Francine, it, it is so, it, it's so, 
frustrating isn't even the world because he, he here's the one thing that they like to do more than anything else. And, and I think there's a reason for this, and I'll tell you what that is. He, he Here's the one thing that they do more than anything else. He's a liar. So what what do I say? I say, okay, I, I'm a liar. And what exactly is it that I've lied about? There's never an answer to that. Yeah. Because I've lied about nothing. I, I have nothing to lie about. I don't have skeletons in my closet. I am an open book. But that that's that's the label. He is a liar. Okay, well, what exactly is a lie? You never get an answer. I got to be honest with you, Francine. This is what I think it is. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I became a born again Christian like 15, 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do a show called that's life and it is a God show. Like I, and, and as far as I'm concerned, I say it all the time. It is far and away the most important show I do. Okay. All the other shit I do, it's stick. It's <laughs> entertainment. And the idea is all this stick and entertainment is supposed to, is, is, is hopefully going to bring you to this very serious show called That's Life. And That's Life is all about how we should carry ourselves in this world, how we should love other people, how we should eliminate hate. And I talk about God quite a bit, okay? The fact of the matter is the world does not like that, okay? The world does not want you to be a soldier of God. The world wants you to, to they, they want your God to be money and fame and success and power and greed and ego and all those horrible things. So to me, it's when you're, when you're trying so desperately to label me as a liar, you're trying to paint that picture of me because if I come on here and I talk about God, well, obviously, if I'm lying about everything else, then I'm lying about God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I firmly believe that in my heart because I, I could sit here and tell you right now, I've never lied about one thing when it pertains to this. I have nothing to lie about. I mean, I, there, there's nothing you know, I'm ashamed of doing or I shouldn't have done. I, 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 Francine, I've been married for 36 years. I, I've been faithful to my wife since the first date we went on. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you know how the wrestling business. I don't drink. I didn't drink. I didn't take drugs. I didn't go out and party with the boys. I went right back in my hotel room, minded my own business. I don't. I have nothing to hide, and 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 that's why to me it's like you know there's there's such an effort to to have people believe that I'm a liar, and it's like. What, what could I possibly be lying about? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we we were talking about uh, on on one of the other um, episodes we did uh, people who do like shoot interviews and how they could say whatever they want um, and and there's no consequence to it and and people have have drugged my name through the mud so many times and you know she slept with this guy and she did this and she did that. And it really, I mean, I started crying when I was telling the story because it bothers me that yeah. people can listen to it and and oh, that's their opinion on you. And, and you then think, think about this, Francine. So, like, think about that. So, so they say this shit about you. So, here, being a good person, here, here's your first instinct. Because I, I went through the whole gamut. Here's my first instinct: take the high road. Oh yeah. 
take the high road. But he, he, here's the problem with the high road. Okay, you think the people are going to go away. Okay, they don't mm -hmm. go away. Mm -hmm. Especially if you don't say anything. I, I'm, I'm just going to say, perfect case in point, Jim Cornette. I, I took the high road, never said a word about him. He never stopped. He never stopped. So now all of a sudden you get to this point, Francine. Well, if Russo's not saying anything and he's he's not defending himself, well, it must be true then. Mm -hmm. So, like, what are you supposed to do? I'm, I'm trying to take the high road thinking that any normal human being is going to stop because they're in a one-way argument. But they don't stop. So now all of a sudden you're reading that, well, it is now becoming truth because Russo's not defending himself, so it must be true. You, th th there's no winning. Yeah. There's just absolutely – I'm sure you did a million Sean Oliver promos, right, interviews? I, I've done one, <laughs> and I, I've only done one, and it was the timeline right. because I told him, I said, I'm not interested in your hoe bag or your dick bag or whatever it's called. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous Thank to yeah. me. Yeah, he. I, I love Sean. I think he's a great interview. I think he's a great guy, but I've, I've interviewed him many times, and he did the thing with me, the hoe bag. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to do that. Like, See, well, I admire I'm you. Not, yeah, like, no, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, I'll watch other people that did it. And I'm like, guys, like, come on, man. Like, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. And that's a whole nother episode that we have where I lose. I lose. It's it, actually but... coming coming soon. It was a good preview <laughs> yeah, that we just gave out. <laughs> going you away. Here's what I hate. Here's what I hate. We're not supposed to let it bother us. Right. <laughs> why is it? Why, why, why do we let it bother us? If, if things bother me because if they're not true, right I, right? I hate people believing things that aren't true. And you see, you and I, you but you and I are two peas in a pod. So what what <laughs> do you do? Because the, the bottom line is they're going to believe what they want to believe. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, I know. Yeah, it sucks. There, there's there's nothing to do, and and I I get upset. The 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 thing that upsets me is hearing colleagues be asked a question. How was she to work with? Oh, she was this one's rat, or she did this. Or, well, that has nothing to do with my work and right. the people that you're saying I never did anything with. And right. that's what bothers me the most. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not true. And 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 another thing, if I wanted to admit it, I would do my own shoot and say, hey, this is what I did. But uh, first of all, I think it's a private thing. I don't kiss and tell. I don't like my business out there. And it has nothing to do with my work. My work stands for itself. I think I put in the hours and I... I contributed to that company yeah, yeah. so i don't know why these guys have to go on there it doesn't make you know i asked chat doesn't make you feel better to degrade women and and call them out on things that they didn't even do i know yeah i, I, I don't I, get I, it yeah, i i know what i go through i can't imagine being a woman you know uh <laughs> what's that series that they just did i i think was it the a and e network the you know where they did the, the, uh, the dark side of the ring the dark side of the ring. I'm I'm watching these 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 dark side of the rings, and I'm watching like things that I was involved with, and they're talking to other people, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that that's absolute <laughs> bullshit. Not like true. It's absolute bullshit. And and they're working the the guy because he he don't have a clue. He's just a wrestling mark. So my whole thing was, you know what, bro? I, we we could put an end to this real quick. Whether you're on Sean Oliver, whether you're behind the scenes, whatever the bro, every time you interview us, hook us up to lie detector test, <laughs> right? Because I will do that in a minute. 
Don't <laughs> me up to it because he, he, here's the funny thing to me, Francine. How many people would 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 you eliminate interviewing? Because how many people would say, I, "I'm not going to do that." <laughs> sure. You know, I'm telling you, you would eliminate 75% of, of the wrestlers if you told them, okay, bro, we're going to do this story, but we're going to hook you up to a lie detector test. Yeah. And, and I, I pitched them that. I said, bro, you guys <laughs> are getting stories that are full of shit. Hook us up to lie detector test. Let's see who's telling the truth. Right. Yeah. It'd be a boring interview because they had nothing to talk about because right, they're exactly, making up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I yeah, get it. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting. It See, that, that's the Howard fan in you, Vince, the uh, the lie detector. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll bring that guy. <laughs> What's his face? What's his name again? Oh, yeah. I know you're talking about yeah. uh, the guy with the funny, uh, the he, funny voice. He's tremendous, like this. Tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the stern, the stern lie detector guy. Yeah. 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 I can't remember I, his name Ed, right now. Ed. Ed. Yeah. That's it. Ed. Yeah. That's right. That's so, right. 14, you're not in Philly anymore anymore no did your husband know you when you were in the business uh i met him when i worked for wwe in 06 oh okay all right so he did know you in the business he he uh yeah well we we met and then i yeah he knew he knew who i was yeah uh but i i just got a contract with vince and um we all know how that went over (laughs) (laughs) and um and then i kind of quit because i said uh we were getting married and i wanted to have children and i said i'm done uh but then i kind of got drunk back into it yeah yeah you never really leave i guess so how how does how does he handle that how did he handle that part of it like did, did you let like i my family like i absolutely isolated from the business like it, it like it was almost like I was living two lives. I, I did not want him associated with the business at all. Like, how did you deal with that? He he didn't mind anything. He's not jealous. He's not like a jealous person. He didn't mind me being on the road. Um, nothing bothers him. Yeah, he just he it runs off his back. Whereas it to me, like everything bothers me, and I cry, and we're the exact opposites. <laughs> so we kind of balance each other out, but. He's he's great about like he even encouraged me now like get out there and start working again because my kids are older yeah and he's able to like rally everybody while I'm on the road because I'm also a caregiver like my mom lives with us and she's like yeah. 89 wow. um and he God bless him he watches her when I'm away and yeah. um he's just great you know how so, how was that for you to get back out there again oh I was. Ugh, not gonna lie nerve nerves were so bad this year was the first time i worked ringside in like 10 years i worked with shane yeah and and i totally didn't want to do it but it, if if i didn't do that they wouldn't have me for the signing yeah so yeah. i had to like suck it up and do it and i mean i i personally think i'm too old to be doing this but if they're gonna book me i'm gonna try my best do you so. do you do you still enjoy it though yeah Oh, I do. Well, that's good. I mean, I that's do. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. We worked, uh, we recently worked against Stevie Richards, who I know you work with Yeah, and, um, had a ball, had, yeah. had the best time. And I prefer doing signings. Yeah. Um, but if, if it's part of the deal, I'll do it. Why not? Yeah. What about the signings though? Cause I, 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 I try not to leave my house anymore. I I don't want to like, I don't want to do it, but I got to tell you, I, listen, be on, you got to be honest with me. Sure. I, I, <laughs> I know I where was, he's going. <laughs> people can say whatever they want about me. I, 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 I have to be honest. I was a huge advocate for women in wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. Because you know how like you hear a lot about, you know, especially what's going on with this kid over at NXT with the T-shirt. You hear right. a lot about racism in wrestling. OK, I tell people this all the time. I was connected to Vince McMahon's hip for a number of years. I never, never saw any kind of racism in the WWE or any place else I worked for. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what I did see without a shadow of a doubt. I saw sexism. Huge. And and what I mean by sexism was not not women being exploited and, you know, scantily clothes. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the sexism in the sense of when women started to get over a lot. The boys did not like that. Right. The boys right. did not like the because the, now a woman a woman is getting their television time, and I would see guys go to Vince and literally like cut the legs off of women I was working with. Wow, I wore it all the time. So like I was a big advocate because my whole thing was I don't care if you're a man or a woman, if you're over. And you're drawing and the people want to see you. I'm writing you into the show. I I don't care who. It doesn't matter to me. But so many times I would see the women get their legs cut out from underneath them. And and I was the one behind the scenes that was always sticking up because it was the boys club. And I was like, guys, you know, China's over. I'm writing China in the show. If if China gets more over than some of the guys, I really apologize. But my job is to get ratings. But but with that being said, like, you know, I, I, I still keep in contact with some women in the business. But, man, when I go to these conventions and I see these three, four hundred black T-shirt wearing big. <laughs> sweat and and they they start pouring you and pouring and putting their on i get the skivos and i'm like how how are those (laughs) doing like the one i always think about is velvet you know because i'm close with that and they all want to freaking embrace velvet and i watch and i'm like how do you girls how do you do that and be polite i (laughs) that's so funny um i enjoy meeting fans you enjoy big sweaty men hanging all over you is that what you're telling me i look oh my <laughs> God. let me word this correctly because i don't want to hold on is this like a fetish or something no <laughs> i don't want to no, no listen i don't want to offend anybody i feel is he frozen he hold on vinci vinci froze up what a that's a great that's a great uh okay great think place. while he unfreezes yeah yeah listen he knows. He knows the drill. Let's see if he's back. Yeah, he's coming back. Maybe he had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. All right. He dropped off. He knew. He knew to come back. Well, everybody, we had the end the interview, so I'll never get to answer that question. Just, Darn it! Just in case we have you on a cliffhanger back here uh, live on Eyes Up Here, Shoot. we may be rejoined by uh, Vince Russo in, in a minute or so. But uh, technical man. difficulties being what they are in the podcast world, um, it's never going to be 100% perfect, but we'll damn sure try. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the streaming portal that we use is the one that was given to me by Vince and his producer, Jeff. And uh, he knows exactly what these pitfalls are all about. So I give him absolutely no, uh, no, no, no heat, no uh, ill will. I know the exact problems he's going through. So if he jumps back on by the end of this, that would be phenomenal. Um, um. 
But why don't we uh, – here, I'll sprinkle some pixie dust if you wanted to oh. talk any Disney stuff uh, sure. in the meantime. Let's but he talk. might be back. If he's back, we'll just end the show with him. Um, okay. There, I'll sprinkle, sprinkle some pixie dust for you. All right. So I'm going to – Disney's been slow. Very, very slow. What's your problem, Mickey? I, I know there, there's really not going a uh, lot of not a lot going on rather um, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are getting ready to film for Christmas specials uh, so if you're down there November 7th 9th or 10th you might be a part of uh, their Christmas extravaganza um, Hollywood Studios is already starting to decorate for Christmas um, a lot Very of the nice. outside ornaments are up already um, so a lot of that is happening. Um, and this was prior to Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, uh, Halloween, um, taking place because these videos were a couple days earlier that I saw. Mm-hmm. So Halloween didn't happen yet. Okay. So, uh, by the time you're seeing this, it's going to be all Christmas. Um, uh, but they were starting to, um, to film, uh, some, some things for Christmas. They have a ton of holiday merch available. Um, really, nice. Yeah, really cute spirit jerseys that light up, and uh, new Christmas mugs and ornaments. And so the ornament I bought last April for my Christmas tree is probably like phased out now at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, because there's like twenty that could take its place. Um, we buy an ornament every year. Yeah. that we we go just to commemorate our trip it has to have the year on it uh and we have and i always buy the stand that yeah. it hangs off of yeah so we have a bunch of uh of christmas ornaments that i don't put on my tree i put them on um a special shelf it's my disney shelf um but yeah they have tons of merch tons of new uh foods out for christmas um Cupcakes. I saw cookies. There's just a bunch of different things. You're gonna have some drinks available. Uh, so it's uh, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas in Disney World right now, That's and just awesome. Dis- and Disneyland as well. And they also are offering sneak peeks of Frozen Two. Oh, yes, so gonna be a big deal. Counting down the days. Very interesting. Are you gonna take the kids to the movies? To we see will. It? We will find yeah. some space probably in the second or third week that okay. everybody in the world has uh, has gone to see. It maybe an early showing to get the little one in. Yes, uh, you could do but, a matinee on a on a Sunday afternoon yeah, or something. Very, very eagerly, and anti- it's been anticipated since the credits rolled on the first one. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I'm excited about it too. I cry uh, every time I watch frozen it gets me so the sisterly love just just gets me every time and oh i thought um, you were saying when uh you know when hans uh oh hans is such a heel why what are you talking about he was misunderstood do you know how i guessed when i because i didn't know i don't like spoilers on anything (laughs) i don't like any spoilers don't tell me what's going to happen when i watched frozen and that happened with Hans. I literally... <gasps> what a heel turn. I couldn't believe it. I was flabbergasted. Yes, such a heel. And you know I love my heels, but I wanted to punch him dead in his face. The wrestling so, writers could take a tip. Just watch Frozen. I, I bet you Vince Russo had a part in writing Hans' <laughs> yeah. character. That's, I'm thinking that was, a, that was a Russo moment for sure. He could, he could have. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to uh, Frozen 2. And I, I'm thinking the sneak peeks that they have are way better than the trailers that are released. I think they're showing a lot more. Um, so that's interesting. If you're in uh, Disney World, you get to see Frozen 2 um, a little more than, than the average person gets to see. So um, that's pretty much that's all, all. You know, Disney is just getting ready for the holidays. That's it. There's really okay. nothing exciting um, happening. I, I've done my homework. I've, I'm searching the internet like crazy for a, a good story, but oh, that's we all. We know I, you've done your homework. We, we're I, not, I'm trying. We're not worried about that. It's uh, it's just this eager. Now it's the the countdown to Christmas. Yeah. Countdown to the holidays. Whatever holidays yes. that you celebrate. The countdown to the turkey. My my cousin every day on Facebook writes a hashtag stop hating on the turkey because uh you know i think some people overshadow thanksgiving a lot these poor days turkey poor yeah. turkey yep you know i said to my uh i said to my little one we were walking back last night from uh or the other day from trick-or-treating and i said uh, i was like you know what holiday's next and she said christmas and i was like no Aww. thanksgiving come on go you eat turkey on it she's like yeah uh christmas i was like no thanksgiving come on stop hating on the turkey people just call it a, a gluttony gluttonous oh, holiday I love, I love thanksgiving yeah i'm a fan of thanksgiving too this year's not going to be good for me I'm no we're, you're gonna be eating your turkey through a straw <laughs> a straw yeah that's gonna be pretty gross um but my husband's already planning a uh low carb diet for me okay um he's got recipes that he's going to make and i told him look I know the first week I'm probably going to eat saltine crackers. So let's just settle down with all these, uh, these plans for this food. But he's, he's really uh, taking it up a notch this time. Cause you know, this is the third time and we know what foods worked and what foods right. didn't work the last time. So, so it's all about the saltines. In the beginning, that's the only thing that didn't make me nauseous. Okay. Like the thought of food just made me severely ill. Very, uh, yeah, very, the, the, probably the best. I mean, that's all my, my little one ate when she was sick the other day. So. Oh, yeah. Saltines. Up saltines, the ginger ale. Um, I bought Coke syrup. Have okay. you heard of that? Um, Coke syrup? Yes. It's just like the what they put in the, in the Coca-Cola. Coca okay. They, you, they sell the syrup. It's right. pure Coke syrup or syrup, 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 syrup whatever uh, we'll you go, say. Yeah, we'll go syrup. Um, Okay, I bought it. It's a Jersey thing. We'll go syrup. Okay, I bought it from Amazon because it settles the stomach. Okay. Two tablespoons of that, and you're not nauseous anymore. Uh, we have a lot of, um, oh, shoot, what's that medicine called when you're um, motion sickness? Uh, it starts uh, with Dramamine? A Dramamine. Couldn't remember. I have a bunch of Dramamine upstairs. Um, I told my doctor I don't want any... Uh, like Percocet or Dilaudid, it's just going to make me sick. So I, I think I might be taking Advil, which isn't really <laughs> okay. isn't really going to help me too much. But at least it won't make me nauseous. Well, that's so, good. But you know, if I'm if I'm okay for Thanksgiving, that would be a bonus. I would love to sit down at a table and just eat and eat and eat. But it doesn't look promising for me. So. Let's see. I'm trying to think what else we get. How about, how about a turkey smoothie? <laughs> no, That's disgusting. That's gross. I literally wear stretchy pants every Thanksgiving. Like yeah. I wear like Joey Tribbiani on Friends. I have a stretchy pants on. Like I have a pair of maternity pants that I kept. That's I great. Just, 
Just wear the maternity pants and let them stretch out. You know? We've had a very quiet last couple of Thanksgivings. We we made a, a, a thing a couple of years ago. Um, just to, it's just us. You know, okay. my parents don't live far away, and my mom every year I get heat up. You know, like nobody's business, and we don't come over. And it's just it's it's very hectic over there. Oh, but I just like being on my turf, comfortable clothes. Same thing, athletic shorts sweatshirt just chilled out nobody's fussing everybody's chilled the kids are playing games reading books you know we have the parade on we watch march of the wooden soldiers the whole nine yards i just like it easy i like it quiet i like it simple so do you uh see your family for christmas oh yeah we'll see him for christmas okay it's not the easiest holiday over there for thanksgiving it's always a little cray cray over there so we take ourselves out and we made our own little tradition. We've done this would probably be about the fifth one, I'd say, where we've just been the four of us. Okay. You know, it's just it's nice. It's just really fun. What can you say? It's just you do it's, what works for your family. Ex- exactly. That's it. You know. You hey, the door is always open. I just don't want to leave. I just don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> you could come here, but I refuse to go see you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I call, call a million times. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, you guys are having an appetizer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now wow. we have the, whole, the whole tradition, the coming down and watching the parade. And, you know, we put out a little snack thing around 11 o'clock, uh-huh. wait for Santa. And then we get dressed, which is not really even really getting dressed. And then we just hang out and just do whatever. Stay in your pajamas all day. Pretty, pretty much. It's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's gussied up a little bit, you know, just more <laughs> casual clothing, clothing, but you know, it's, uh, I it's, hear you. <laughs> Speaking of love, show us some love and join that Patreon page you've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Francine Podcast. You get all the exclusive uh, uncut video that we do put up there, uh, as well as once a week we drop a brand new uh, mini episode, uh, you know, where you can get your additional Francine fix, talk about a random topic here or there. You know, uh, like to like to make it diversified for everybody who's up on the Patreon. Uh, and if you have joined, we thank you very much. Uh, if you want to catch everything going on in the world of the TMPT Empire, head on over to TMPTEmpire.com. And there you get a portal to all the podcasts we got under the umbrella of the flagship show where you have all the interviews. Eyes up here, the J.J. Dillon podcast, the franchise Shane Douglas and the Triple Threat podcast on the Russo brand Million and a half things going on on all these shows. Uh, if you want to follow me, it's at Rasslin Palin. If you want to check out my brand new baseball podcast called Diamond Conversations, it's a part of the Place to Be Nation podcasting network. Wow, that's a lot. That's all, um, that's all you got. That's Just all got. Uh, ECW Diva France, you know, on all platforms. That's all I got. Join the Patreon. It's fun. Yes. And um, God bless you guys. I love you. And uh, that's a wrap. This podcast was a presentation of the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcast empire.